Hello, everyone. This is A Moment in History. I am Harrison Seiberg. This is WCCS Podcast. This is our, I believe, 40th interview. Um, if, my, if my guests would like to introduce themselves. Oh, hi. Uh, my name is Tim. I'm the president of Kutztown University Radio, um, located in Kutztown, Pennsylvania. And um, yeah, I'm a senior cinema, television, and media production student. And that's pretty much it. So thanks for having me. Eskis, can you tell us a little bit more about your school and then your radio station? Absolutely. Um, so we're located in Kutztown, Pennsylvania. Um, trying to think of like what we're near. We're like, I think, 30, 45 minutes-ish outside of Philly. That's like the closest major city I can think of. Um, right now, like most schools, we're kind of in a bit of a weird um, situation at the moment with everything going on. But um, as far as Kutztown University Radio is concerned, we're still doing our best to keep content coming on our on our station like I just pre-recorded my first show that I'm going to be putting up um, Sunday of this week so um, we do have our studio open but we're trying to like use it as minimally as possible with everything going on and if members are more comfortable recording uh, remotely we're encouraging them to do that if they'd like to so I personally am doing that just to kind of limit people going in and out and stuff like that we're in the process of trying to train new members and stuff like that and it's definitely a weird situation but i feel like right now we're making the most of it um at the time of this recording our university is still open which is kind of crazy because out of all of the schools in our area we're like the only ones still going so um it's definitely a weird and kind of unprecedented time these are definitely sort of uncharted waters for us but regardless we're trying to make the most of it and trying to you know still have fun welcome new members um meet every week on zoom stuff like that and we're just trying to keep uh keep the ball rolling I guess. Okay, so can you tell us a little bit about, I guess, first just this, your school's reopening plans and mm -hmm. then to go back to the beginning, how, your, how did your school manage the shutdown? So last semester, things were a little bit weird. I don't hold that against Kutztown University in any way, just because it was such a weird thing that kind of came out of nowhere. I felt like um, we're definitely more like prepared um, this semester than we were last semester just because it caught everybody off guard so much because we went home for spring break and then two weeks passed and then they just called it all off which was kind of out of the blue um so that was that was really weird but um yeah i feel like this semester we have a better grasp on things as a whole so i mean obviously some things could have been done better along the way but i mean like i said these are uncharted waters so and there's definitely been a couple hiccups and a couple weird things that I personally don't agree with a ton. But overall, I mean, I respect the fact that they allowed students to choose whether they wanted to come online or in person. Nobody was forced to come back, which is good, at least. And, you know, um, hopefully administration chooses to make the right call as we go forward into the semester. However, that looks for us, because like I said, we don't really know um, right. what that's going to look like. Mm -hmm. But, you know. Could you tell us a little about some of the hiccups you were talking about earlier? Um, it was, there's been a couple, a couple of weird things. I don't want to get into it like too much just because, but um, like uh, early on in the semester, like stuff that wasn't like completely university's fault, like the first day, like Zoom went down, like things like that. Um, we've had like a couple instances with like problems with people not taking things as seriously as they should and then it got like local media attention and stuff like that that wasn't really great um so you know it's just it's one of those things where you always have people who aren't going to take this stuff as seriously as they should be taking it and that kind of comes back to bite everybody else 
So that's a little um, like frustrating because, you know, we're all trying to do our part and then you have a handful of people who are just pretending this doesn't exist. And that's definitely going to be a problem for us going forward. But at the same time, the majority of the people, like I know the majority of my friends, the majority of the people on campus seem to be taking this seriously and doing their part. So, you know, all in all, um, there are people who could be doing a better job, but I think the majority of the students at Kutztown are doing their part and taking it seriously. And at the end of the day, that's really what matters. So I guess my question would be, what do you tell the people either in real life or hypothetically, the people that just don't think COVID's real or don't take it as seriously, what do you say to them? I mean, it's just one of those things that I feel like if people are that dug in at this point that they don't think this is real at this point, I mean, what can I say that's honestly going to change their mind, you know? I mean, not to sound pessimistic or whatever, but I mean, this has been going for like, what, six months now? It started in March. So however long that is, but I mean, it's just one of those things that I feel like people who want to pretend this isn't a problem at this point are really not looking at any facts or anything like that. They're just kind of dug in on that viewpoint. And while I don't agree with it, I mean, I don't think there's much I can do to change their minds. So hopefully, um, like getting called out enough is going to change their mind about this stuff because it's just really complicated and weird. So do you remember the first moment you learned back last semester that you'd be moving from on campus learning to off campus? Yes, so it, it was kind of weird because um, we go to the Intercollegiate Broadcasting System Awards, IBS, in New York every year um, for KUR. Um, this was actually my first year going, uh, which was a lot of fun. We went on that trip the weekend before spring break. We had a great time. Um, so we all got back from that, got off the bus. We're like, okay, see you guys in a week. You know, have a nice spring break or whatever. And then um, I think it was like that Friday or Saturday, I... I got back because I live off campus, so it technically wasn't like, I, I didn't have to wait for the dorms to open to go back. So I was sitting there with my roommates and we got the email and it's like, oh, we're, we're going to be taking like a, a week off, you know, to recuperate and like kind of gather what we're going to do. It's like, okay, th this won't last that long. And then a couple of weeks later, it was like, we're actually going to need a little bit more time to figure this out. And we're like, oh, you know, that's fine. We'll be back, you know, April, be good as new and <laughs> it's September. And it's still going. So it was it was weird. Um, I don't remember an exact moment because I feel like it just kept getting like, oh yeah, it'll be it'll be in two weeks, and then it just kept getting pushed back. And then we got to a point where it's like, oh, we're not going back this semester, are we? So it was it was definitely weird, kind of a bummer, but you know you just got to make the most of it. I guess it's a weird situation, but it is what it is. So before COVID uh, really hit where we are in America and school started shut down. Did you, had you heard about it? Were you worried about it? Like, was it on your mind or is it all very suddenly that it happened to you? Like, I didn't realize what it was. Mm -hmm. So it was pretty sudden. I mean, at that point I was kind of like, I was in school, so I wasn't really like, I kind of had this bad habit of when I'm in school, I kind of get tunnel vision on that. And I don't do as good a job keeping up with current events as I should and stuff like that. So, I mean, I wasn't really, focusing so much on the world as a whole. Um, I had heard about it. I didn't really think it was going to become as big a thing as it was because I didn't really understand what it was. So I remember like 
because we were going to New York and we were talking about that. It's like, oh, you know, this is going around. Maybe we should bring hand sanitizer and like wash our hands a bit more and stuff like that. But we didn't have like masks or anything like that. We didn't think it was going to be because like we, we had no idea. Like we didn't think it was going to become this big of a thing. So if we'd been there like two or three weeks later, I think we definitely would have had all that stuff. But I think it was the fact that we were there like right as this was becoming a thing. So we were in that weird um like area before people realized exactly i guess how or before we realized i guess how serious all this was it's it's just weird like it kind of it didn't come out of the blue but it kind of sort of came out of the blue if that's clear at all so it it's weird it's weird i was curious can you tell us how um maybe if you want to pick one specific class from last semester and just tell us how it transitioned to online and then just pick a class this semester and how is just tell us how it's working um, really back on campus with reopening, but still during the middle of the pandemic. Sure. Um, so I guess I'll keep in line with radio stuff. I have an audio engineering minor. So I was taking a class called oh gosh, audio engineering one with a professor named Scott Tice, who is hands down one of the best professors I've ever had. This man is dedicated and he's great at his job. So like um, he does an awesome job in the classroom, but then all this happened and we had to go online and he still did an awesome job online. So we still met every week, normal time. Um, he did his best to kind of transition us off of softwares like um, Adobe Audition, um, stuff like that that you have to pay for. And he kind of went to looking online for stuff that was free that we could all just download on our computers and work from there. So we wound up using this software called like Reaper or something like that that I'd never heard of, but it was free and it works really well. So he was able to like kind of take what we were doing and pivot it. So it was more um, what we could do with a limited technological capabilities. Like we don't all have microphones and stuff like that. So it was a lot of like record on what you have. Like he would provide us with stuff he had recorded in previous semesters to edit. And it was just kind of, um, he did a really good job making it work with um, like the stuff we had, which I really respected. And as far as this semester is concerned, um, I'm still kind of getting a feel for my classes. Um, I only have two that are in person, so that's a little interesting. But um, in my department, uh, cinema, television, and media production, the professors decided over the summer that we were going to go completely online just so they could prepare for that. And in the event that we do close down here, it cuts town like it doesn't throw us for a loop, which I think was an excellent idea because obviously I'd prefer to be there in person. But if we did get sent online, I wouldn't want it to throw another wrench in our semester like it did last time. So in regards to my major classes, I feel like they're going really smoothly online. It's definitely a lot different because, um, you know, like it's production based stuff. So it's a little tricky to, you know, do that remotely. But at the same time, I feel like we have a much better grasp on things right now. So they're doing an awesome job. And I think my professors are handling it really well. Now, I was wondering, could you tell us a little bit about um what do you, I guess, what do you think is the biggest news story in the last two week time frame? That can be a rough two week time frame. But what do you think there's been a really big news story? Oh gosh, um, past two weeks. Sorry, let me think about this. Um, there's been a lot in the past two weeks, hasn't there? <sighs> I'm trying to like 
I mean, I know there's been multiple shootings in relation to protests in the past couple of weeks. There was somebody shot at a protest last week. There was another incident where somebody was shot several times in the back. I think that was like two weeks ago. And then there was another, um, gosh, there was one of, this is the awful thing. I can't even keep track of all the shootings and stuff that are happening because it's such a frequent thing right now. And then there's still stuff going on in Portland. There was a hurricane. Um, the entire like West Coast is on fire. Um, yeah, there's a lot right now. I don't know. Um, it's it's kind of hard to pick. Sadly, and all this coronavirus stuff is going on. So um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not sure, but there's a, there's definitely a lot, a lot of awful things happening right now. So, so I was, I remember the question I wanted to ask a little bit before, but. Has this past year, and like you said, beyond COVID, everything that has happened and is still happening, has it affected how you view what you study and also maybe what you want to do after school? I think it's definitely kind of, um, I mean, it's sort of had an impact. I don't, I, I'm not 100% sure what I want to do. I know I want to do something um, like with videography, like some kind of freelance work or something like that. So that hasn't changed a ton. But in terms of like the, like the world as a whole, I mean, I'm in the process of looking for an internship right now for the spring semester. And that's definitely gotten a little bit weird with everything going on. Cause like, I have no idea what things are gonna look like, like a week from now, let alone three months from now. On top of the fact that like, I don't know if companies are gonna be like, we can barely, pay our own employees right now, but let's bring some punk college kid in to do an internship. But uh, at the same time, I mean, I'm optimistic. Um, I think I, I think it's definitely gonna be weird um, getting an internship in this climate, but um, at the same time, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'll, I'll have to get back to you on that because I'm not really sure. Um, it's just also up in the air right now. Like I'm hoping things kind of at least like it, we're at least at a point where we can function in this situation by January. I don't know, because if it gets worse, I mean, then it gets worse. I mean, we just have to roll with the punches on that one. But um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. No, it's like I asked, what does a typical day for you look like in these past few months? So um, it's a little different now. Over the, I had a job. Um, I was working in leasing and sales in an apartment building. Um, like doing that and I was doing social media stuff for them too. So um, that was mainly just a temporary summer or it turned in like a temporary summer thing for me. So I did that all summer. So my day was kind of like um, just wake up, go to work, come back home. So it, it was a very productive summer. It wasn't super, you know, like it wasn't as fun as I would have liked it to be. But I mean, you know, it was productive. So I mean, at least there's that. Um, and then right now I'm in the process of transitioning back to my job on campus where I do uh, videography for the Department of Marketing Communications, and um, which is awesome because I love doing that. It's a bit more career centric for me. So I'm in the process of getting back in the swing of things with that and then getting back into my classes. So right now my life doesn't really have a ton of structure. I'm just trying to like take it one day at a time, make sure all my assignments get done, make sure I'm getting ready to go back to work uh, at the university and stuff like that. So um, right now it's just kind of like wake up, go to class and make sure I get my stuff done and go back to sleep. So mm. I'm sure as I get into more of a swing with everything, um, 
there'll be a bit more structure, but uh, not today. Is is lack of structure stressful? Not really. Um, it's definitely a little confusing, but I mean, right now I'm just kind of trying to get a feel for things. I don't feel like super overwhelmed yet with my classes. I mean, mm -hmm. for me, like staying on top of things just really helps. So if I do stuff when it's assigned, I don't like, I don't get super stressed about it. So, I mean, and also it's like the first two weeks. So there's not a ton of like, this is the first week where it's been like assignments and stuff. Last week was just like syllabus general stuff. So um, now that like I'm getting into class, that might change. But uh, at the moment, I'm feeling pretty good about things. So. Now I'm so I'm a history major. I'm curious as to how um, this year will be viewed. It will be written about not just from a history mm -hmm. perspective, but really from any professional expect uh, perspective. Like st stuff will be made that chronicles 2020, whether it's mm -hmm. art or history books or anything else. I'm curious, what issues or topics do you think the people who try to write about 2020 or make stuff about 2020 will focus on? And what issues or topics or events do you think they'll ignore? That's a great question because there's a lot of stuff that has happened this year that if I feel like it happened any other year, it would have been a bigger deal than it was because it was overshadowed by like everything else that happened this year. Like in the early summer, I guess that was like May, June, we had like a major resurgence of people like giving attention to the Black Lives Matter movement. And that was great that that was finally getting the attention it deserved. And then suddenly coronavirus came back and that just kind of like fell out of the news cycle for whatever reason. Now it's kind of coming back in. But I feel like that's a very important movement in history. And for whatever reason, it's getting overshadowed by all the coronavirus stuff. And then on top of the fact that we have an election coming up, so this is an election year, so everything's going to be needlessly politicized to death for that. And it's just kind of like a weird situation where I feel like the election would be a bigger deal if it wasn't happening this year, because like it's a fascinating election and it's, it could really, like who knows what's going to happen. And it's just like, it's so weird that all this is happening now, like all those big things are happening now but it's under this umbrella of coronavirus and it almost feels like they're not getting attention because that's just, coronavirus has just been the story for the past however many months. And it's just, I don't know how this year is going to look in hindsight because I don't know what people are going to remember, you know, because the coronavirus was a big thing, but all these other little things are happening. There have been like so many things. You've had so many deaths happen in the past couple months like Chadwick Boseman passed away Kobe Bryant passed away there have been like so many there's just been so much like it's it's gonna be like I'm not sure like what's gonna gonna stick you know so then so then I want to ask um talk about political uh, politicizing different things was COVID an issue a political issue where you were staying in these past months during quarantine I think the interesting thing about coronavirus, I guess the concept of it as a whole is that it's one of those things that weirdly became political for no reason. Because I think, I mean, you have people on the right who want to pretend it doesn't exist. And you have people on the left who want to pretend it's like the end all be all of everything, like the end of days. And truth of the matter is it's somewhere in the middle. And I think the fact that we can't recognize that middle ground and take this seriously, while also not like thinking of it as like a death sentence for everybody. Cause obviously it needs to be taken seriously, but like we shouldn't by any means just like 
give up and just say like this is going to destroy our society and we also on the flip side we can't just say like oh yeah herd immunity just pretend it's not real just go outside don't wear a mask you'll be fine like that's like I, I think people need to take a step back and not look at it through a political lens and just be like okay this is a real thing it's serious we need to take it seriously but we need to like make sure we're not like getting too caught up in it like we can deal with this if we set our minds to it you know if that makes sense mm -hmm. and you also said um you mentioned this earlier i forgot to ask this question but you said so you worked during um these last few months i'm curious it's it sounded like you said you actually went to a place of business to work yes so, true. Mm -hmm. so were you nervous at all going out again into public again when still COVID 19 is still very relevant mm -hmm. today and was relevant months ago when you were working or weeks ago like was that scary at all were you nervous at all i mean maybe a little bit um it was nice because i worked in an office so we were kind of um we had our desks like way spaced out so we were like way more than six feet apart from each other which was really nice um and then when people came in we had masks and stuff people wore masks we wore masks so it was like i felt like we were taking the necessary steps obviously there's always that like tiny bit of concern because this is like uncharted waters and you know it's kind of like okay well what can i do what can i do like is it a good idea to be coming in right now but all in all i feel like um you know we took the necessary steps to make sure we were doing it safely and doing it right so for that reason, I felt pretty good about it. So I guess in that specific workspace, um, I felt pretty safe about it, but I mean, I could see with other jobs, like something in retail or like food service or something like that, where you're interacting with like way more people, like we'd maybe meet with like one random person or two random people a day for a tour or whatnot. It wasn't like a constant stream of people coming in and out. So it's, yeah, I, I understand why other people might be, mm -hmm concerned in like different occupations but in this one thankfully it was a lot of limited interaction with other people now so in a normal radio show we'd it'd be live and then for an hour or whatever and then gone and then sort of it's done you know really trying to listen to it again but this is a podcast will be on the internet mm -hmm. um, which means in a few years if you want you could listen back to your 20 something year old self talking is there any message you would like to send yourself to future you hmm uh first off hi I hope you're doing well. I hope this all uh, played out okay, future Tim. But um, I don't really know. Um, I guess I hope things are working out. And um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I hope things went okay this year and you sorted all that out. And I hopefully have a job at this point. That's, uh, that's the goal. Um, but yeah, aside from that, that's, uh, that's all I got. I hope you're doing well. And to the like historians that we talked about earlier, if you could send a message to them, would it be what kind of message would it be? I'd say definitely look at everything that happened this year. There's so much that I'm sure there's something I've missed just trying to think of recounting this. Like, there's a lot, like any year, but I mean, this is like way more so, I think. Um, there's a lot that happened. So just make sure you're taking a look at everything that's happened because there's, definitely a, a decent amount that people probably don't remember. Would you think this year is something of like a generational moment for people our age? That's something that's really going to stick with us moving forward as a group? Absolutely. Um, I mean, just thinking of how much this has changed just 
like everything, like the concept of online learning. Like I know that's changed like public schools, like fundamentally, like those kids won't have snow days anymore. Like something like that. It's weird to think about because they know, okay, we can do online learning now. And it's, there's just so many like weird changes that you don't even like think of in the moment. And it's like, wow, this is really going to change how things work going forward. I mean, how are colleges going to fare after something like this where people realize, like, okay, well, online learning is like a viable alternative. Like, is this going to change how they do things going forward? How long is all this going to last? Is this going to leave like lasting repercussions? I mean, there's so many questions that we just can't know the answer to in the moment. So it's just, it's just weird to think about, you know? Is there any aspect of this year that you think you're going to always like personally take away? It's going to stick with you. I mean, this is my last semester on campus at Kutztown, so I feel like I'm going to remember it in some capacity, good or bad. But um, I mean, I hope I have good memories to take away from this year, uh, from this half of the year, my senior year. Um, yeah, I don't really know yet exactly, but I'm hoping, um, hoping there's some stuff in there. Um, I'll ask you my favorite question, but when do you think if not already, that you'll be able to shake a stranger's hand without feeling weird about it. That's tough because in the past couple of weeks, I've actually had people shake my hand and I still feel really weird. I, I go for the elbow thing. Usually I have had people shake my hand and like, I, th I think I've had one person shake my hand and afterwards I was like, that feels so weird. That's just, that's just bizarre to me at this point. So gosh, I don't know. I mean, I could see, I, I feel like, shaking hands is definitely going to be like the last thing so i say take however long we wind up wearing masks and add like maybe six months that's my guess um has there been any like really positive highlights from this time because it's been a fairly if anything stressful past few months mm -hmm. so can you think of any positive moments you consider like a highlight of this time yeah i mean one thing that was really cool, um, obviously under crappy circumstances, is I had the opportunity to go back home and just hang out with my family. And it just kind of felt like, you know, like the old days, because we were all, I have a, I have three other brothers. So like, it was just kind of cool, just all of us being home again, like that doesn't really happen that much. So it was just kind of cool having like a prolonged amount of time where we were all just hanging out at home, you know, because obviously it's a crappy circumstance, but you know, it was, it was nice uh, seeing everybody again. So there was that. Um, and in terms of other stuff, I mean, it's just kind of been, it's just been interesting. I mean, I feel like I'm communicating more with other people that I wouldn't have been talking to otherwise, if that makes sense. I mean, it's just kind of, it's obviously far from ideal, but I think it's about making the most of the situation and not feeling like taking anything good out of it needs to be a trade-off. It's like, oh, this good thing happened, but it'd be better if it didn't happen because of this crappy situation. Well, the crappy situation's happening regardless. So you gotta find those little things in it or else, you know, you, you just gotta make the most of it. I mean, obviously it'd be better if it wasn't happening, but you gotta look for those little things. Have there been any um, like movies or TV shows or books that you've looked to in these past few months that you've been like either rediscovered or discovered for the first time? I finally finished watching the show Community and I love it. I think it might be my favorite uh, sitcom ever. It's just, um, yeah, I, I finished it in like way too short of an amount of time because I was really bored. Um, I think I started it in like 
mid-April and I finished it by like the end of the month. So it's, um, it's just, it's good to have stuff like that to kind of fall back on. But it's really like the only show I've actually watched um, in its entirety during this. So it's just been watching like other stuff here and there. I started watching Avatar The Last Airbender because I haven't seen that in years and they finally put that on Netflix. And that show's awesome, but I haven't finished it yet. Um, I've watched a couple of movies. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been good, I guess, in terms of uh, some good content. I think I watched Community in like a month too. I watched so good. very quickly. <laughs> um, I like to give the opportunity to people just, is there anything else that we haven't spoken about that you'd really like to before I move on to the last few questions? Um, I mean, honestly, so far, I feel like we've hit on everything. I didn't really, I'm not really sure, like, um, if I missed anything that I'm going to want to say afterwards. But I mean, at the moment, I feel like uh, I've said everything I want to say so far. Good. So we'll move on to the last two questions, which have, these are the ones that have stayed consistent um, among all the interviews. But what do you think the next steps moving forward are? That can either be for you or family, school, whoever you want to apply that to. But what do you think the next steps should be? I guess just in terms of everybody, I think the next step is just trying to make this all work. Because I mean, obviously, it's kind of a weird situation, but I feel like we can handle it. And whether that's through doing completely online classes or trying to mitigate interaction on college campuses or something like that. I mean, I feel like universities and stuff need to pick something and just go for it. And like, obviously, be willing to make changes if need be, but just trying to make the call that's like the best for everybody, if that makes sense. And I think as a whole, people need to take this seriously because the quicker we take this seriously, the quicker we're going to get through this. And then my last question, which is very directly, um, are you hopeful? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like I'm a really optimistic person to the point where I'm probably like blissfully, um, I don't want to say ignorant, but you know, um, but I mean, I think if, if you're not optimistic and if you're not hopeful, I mean, you know, everything's going to be bleak and sucky because this all sucks. I mean, this is a garbage situation. Like there's really not much good about this, but I mean, at the same time, if you lose hope, I mean, it's going to suck even more. So you might as well be optimistic. You can't control the world, but you can control your attitude about things. And there's have been days in this where I felt like garbage and I've not really been that optimistic or felt that good about all this. But at the end of the day, I mean, you can't lose hope. So. Well, thank you so much for sharing with me and talk, taking the time to talk with me today. Oh yeah, awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. This, once again, this was a moment in history, our 40th interview. So that's the end of our series four. We're gonna take a bit of a break after this. Um, this is WCCS podcast and I'm Harrison Zyberg. And for all the people who will listen to this in the next few days when it's posted, um, thank you so much for listening. I hope this gives you a new perspective. And for all the people who listen to this in the future, I hope this tells you a little bit about what it was like to live through 2020. And thank you for listening.